Listen, we start early voting May 2nd. That is not far away. Is there time to ramp up and run an effective campaign for Congress? Well, clearly there's time. Um, Not only do we have the resources and the background experience and and grassroots support, um, but but we're going to we know that it's a crowded field. Obviously, some may think it's going to be a runoff, but even with President Trump's endorsement already, we have surged to the top. There's been some fake polls going around, but the real polls are showing. Um, and, and you know, I know that President Trump is running strong in, in Walton County, and Oconee County, and Oglethorpe County, Jackson County. But uh, with this endorsement already, we're just surging in the polls, which we expected that. But people are looking for someone who's a fighter, and they see that in me. And I'm not new. Think about this. I'm not new to those counties, to the 10th Congressional District. They've been hearing from me loud and clear uh, as I fight for them in Georgia. Now we're just taking that fight to Washington. All right, you mentioned Walton County. I want to talk specifically about Walton County for a moment. Uh, I think it was Saturday of last week. Uh, you uh, and, and several hundred people, and you spoke to them, uh, folks concerned in Walton County, Morgan County, this big Rivian plant. I think just about everybody who was there against it, uh, the, the, looking to block the development of this big, massive auto manufacturing facility. I gather in your remarks, you didn't come out against it. You didn't come out for it. Where are you on that? That specific issue. What do you say to those folks who are concerned about it? I mean, I feel just like those folks feel. Uh, they've been duped. Uh, this happened in, in, in darkness. It was nurtured in darkness and created in ignorance. And the process, if the process, the people were left out of the process. You cannot do that. Uh, Governor Kemp cannot come in a cloak of darkness. And any others who were involved with this, uh, something of this magnitude, they have such an impact and leave people out of the process. And I think more than anything else, Tim, that is what is disturbing people. Well, let me the let impact- me let me let me jump in there because you you have been in government at the local level, the Cab County government CEO. You know how these economic development projects work. You frequently negotiate behind the scenes, behind closed doors. Most often you do, as you say, you don't negotiate these types of deals in public. It wouldn't happen. You understand that? Yes, but still, we have the sunshine laws. Uh, I, I don't think the people uh, uh, care about or worry so much about a project coming or jobs coming to their community. But when you look how this happened from day one, it was too much in the darkness, Tim. I don't care how you slice it, dice it. It, it was not made public enough. Negotiations is one thing, but the process the process of this going through the Joint Development Department. They should have been here at a certain point before any deal was made. And what I mean by that is if they worked out the backdoor deal, okay, here's what we'll do and here's what we get out of it. Bring that to the public. Give them all of the information that they need. Have all the impact studies been done. Allow them to have some part of the process. Why? Because at the end of the day, if you're offering millions and millions of dollars of tax breaks, those are tax breaks, tax taxpayers' dollars. And when you're looking at doing zoning and changing zoning laws for, for property to be developed for a certain type of, 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 of development, people need to know that. There are landowners involved. And, and look, people are, people are not crazy, too. Is this some personal benefit? Is someone benefiting from the sale of the property uh, that's also a part of the backdoor dealings? Those I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but those are the things that need to be vetted out, not privately, but publicly, and let the people have some say-so. And officials, you elected officials, then you took an oath. And so you know what? 
You're supposed to do right by the people. You're supposed to serve the people, not yourself and not special interests. Uh, I mentioned uh, a line on the resume, Vernon Jones, uh, DeKalb County government CEO for a time. I have described that. Here's my way of describing. <laughs> you can you can correct anything I get wrong here. I, I look at it as kind of a, 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 a hybrid of a county commission chairman and a county administrator or a county manager. Is that essentially what that job is? That is correct. It's a county chairman and a county manager or administrator role in one, but that person elected countywide. It's the chief executive position. The board of commissioners are the legislative branch, so it's a strong executive uh, form of government. I had to manage over 8,000 employees. They had a budget of about $4 billion, about 46 different agencies. So the buck stopped with the chief executive. Matter of fact, Newton County has a very similar position. There's some similar business like this across the uh, across the state. Uh, but I want to go back. That's that's my whole point. I've actually had to run a government where the buck stopped with me. That experience would pay off. Uh, serving the United States Congress and working with any administration. Also time in the Georgia legislature, state representative from DeKalb County. The time we have left here, I want to dive into a couple of issues. You mentioned criticism of critical race theory earlier. I I think most folks know this. If not, let me break the news here. Vernon Jones is a black man and a black Republican. Uh, (laughs) With with that perspective on critical race theory, what do you, first of all, what do you understand it to be and why are you critical of it? Well, you, you know what? Yes, I am a black MAGA man. Make no mistake about it. I believe in America first. But I also, I am very concerned about CRT. It teaches racism. It teaches a little young white boy to be against a little young white boy. It tells a little white boy you're superior, a little white boy you're inferior. And by the way, to a little white boy, you're responsible for what happened 400 years ago. It's based on that theory, too. I don't mind teaching race. I'm teaching about race and but in history. That's important. But when you start teaching theories, when you start pitting one against the other, there's something wrong with that. And, and you know, another thing, brought up a black, it doesn't matter, it shouldn't matter. Black people start out as, as Republicans. It was Republicans who freed the blacks. It was Democrats who were one who wanted to keep slavery. But that is another reason, too that I can be very good for this district, to push back on a narrative that there's voter suppression. How in the hell can you say it's voter suppression uh, when that black people cannot afford a free photo ID is what they're saying? They can't afford a free photo ID. And you're saying they've been suppressed. There's no suppression going on here. That's Stacey Abrams, and that's the liberal narrative. That's what liberals do to keep blacks from thinking independently and coming back to their conservative values and voting Republican. That's all that is. It's a scare tactic. And that's why me representing this district, I am able to help grow the party, help keep our conservative values on the forefront, whether that's protecting female sports and keeping uh, bio-transgender males from participating in female sports, all the way across to stopping children from being subjected to hormone injections and transgender operations. This has gone too far. Look, Apple now is promoting emoji of a pregnant man. Mm. Who's standing up for this? Who's standing up against this? Is not, this, this is not how I was raised. I know it's not how a lot of people were raised. And I'm going to stay at the forefront of fighting for issues that are important to our conservative values. And, yes, I am a conservative. I'm pro-life. I'm pro-Second Amendment. And I'm pro-business. Um, and, and let me tell you, I'm, I want to be clear. I, that's why I'm pushing day one for articles of impeachment of Joe Biden. And, and Kamala Harris. Why? Because they failed in so many areas, including securing the border. 
they need to be impeached. And I'm also for term limits. You know, people think about this. Politicians want to go to Washington to wine, dine, and die. No, after about six years, you should have done what you had to do and bring your butt back home. So I'm also pushing for term limits and a balanced budget. You have to balance your checkbook. I have to balance mine. The state of Georgia had to balance it when I was a state legislator. So was it when I was chief executive had to balance a budget. Why does Washington not have to balance a budget? Spin, spin, spin. No, no. It's time to bring our government back to the people. And that's why I'm fighting for the 10th Congressional District to be its representative. Again, Vernon Jones is going to be in Athens and in Watkinsville tomorrow. Uh, meantime, you're online. You're online presence. Where do folks find out about the campaign? They can go to jonesforgeorgia.com. That's jonesforgeorgia.com. Be a part of this movement. Donate. Uh, uh, volunteer. Uh, share your information, your thoughts, your advice. Uh, this, let me tell you, Tim, we're building a movement, and it is a movement. President Trump is building American first, a mo- American first movement. Why? Because look at what's happening. Look at Joe Biden. He's killed us at the borders. He failed in Afghanistan. Look at what's happening in Ukraine right now. Look what happened with the supply chain, um, how his administration just failed us everywhere. And the mandates, I am against mandates of any kind. Let me quickly, in closing here, because I'm up against it, but let me very quickly, okay. you, you have the president's ear from time to time. Uh, president Trump, I mean, I uh, Quickly, like like 10 seconds here. If you had to bet a dollar on him running in 2024, what would you do? <laughs> I bet my dollar on him running in 2024. <laughs> he wants to take this country back. All right, we'll see. Uh, Vernon Jones, I'm sure we'll talk again between now and May. Again, May 24th, the Republican primary. You're a candidate in it now in Georgia 10. Best of luck out there. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, Tim. Jonesforgeorgia.com. Thank you so much. Listen, we start early voting May 2nd. That is not far away. Is there time to ramp up and run an effective campaign for Congress? Well, clearly there's time. Um, Not only do we have the resources and the background experience and and grassroots support, um, but but we're going to we know that it's a crowded field. Obviously, some may think it's going to be a runoff, but even when President Trump's endorsement already, we have surged to the top. There's been some fake polls going around, but the real polls are showing. Um, and, and, you know, I know that President Trump is running strong in, in Walton County and Oconee County and Oglethorpe County, Jackson County. But uh, with this endorsement already, we're just surging in the polls, which we expected that. But people are looking for someone who's a fighter, and they see that in me. And I'm not new. Think about this. I'm not new to those counties, to the 10th Congressional District. They've been hearing from me loud and clear uh, as I fight for them in Georgia. Now we're just taking that fight to Washington. All right, you mentioned Walton County. I want to talk specifically about Walton County for a moment. Uh, I think it was Saturday of last week. Uh, you uh, and, and several hundred people, and you spoke to them, uh, folks concerned in Walton County, Morgan County, this big Rivian plant. I think just about everybody who was there against it, uh, the, the, looking to block the development of this big, massive auto manufacturing facility. I gather in your remarks, you didn't come out against it. You didn't come out for it. Where are you on that specific issue. What do you say to those folks who are concerned about it? I mean, I feel just like those folks feel. Uh, they've been duped. Uh, this happened in, in, in darkness. It was nurtured in darkness and created in ignorance. And the process, if the process, the people were left out of the process. You cannot do that. Uh, Governor Kemp cannot come in a cloak of darkness. And any others who were involved with this, uh, something of this magnitude, they have such an impact 
and leave people out of the process. And I think more than anything else, Tim, that is what is disturbing people. Well, let me the let impact- me let me let me jump in there because you you have been in government at the local level, the Cab County government CEO. You know how these economic development projects work. You frequently negotiate behind the scenes, behind closed doors. Most often, you do, as you say, you don't negotiate these types of deals in public. It wouldn't happen. You understand that? Yes, but still, we have the sunshine laws. Uh, I, I don't think the people uh, uh, care about or worry so much about a project coming or jobs coming to their community. But when you look how this happened from day one, it was too much in the darkness, Tim. I don't care how you slice it, dice it. It, it was not made public enough. Negotiations is one thing, but the process the process of this going through the Joint Development Department. They should have been here at a certain point before any deal was made. And what I mean by that is if they worked out the backdoor deal, okay, here's what we'll do and here's what we get out of it. Bring that to the public. Give them all of the information that they need. Have all the impact studies been done. Allow them to have some part of the process. Why? Because at the end of the day, if you're offering millions and millions of dollars of tax breaks, those are tax breaks, tax taxpayers' dollars. And when you're looking at doing zoning and changing zoning laws for, for property to be developed for a certain type of, 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 of development, people need to know that. There are landowners involved. And, and look, people, people are not crazy, too. Is this some personal benefit? Is someone benefiting from the sale of the property? Uh, that's also a part of the backdoor dealings? Those I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but those are the things that need to be vetted out, not privately, but publicly, and let the people have some say-so. And officials, you elected officials, then you took an oath. And so you know what? You're supposed to do right by the people. You're supposed to serve the people, not yourself and not special interests. Uh, I mentioned uh, a line on the resume, Vernon Jones, uh, DeKalb County government CEO for a time. I have described that. Here's my way of describing. <laughs> you can you can correct anything I get wrong here. I, I look at it as kind of a, 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 a hybrid of a county commission chairman and a county administrator or a county manager. Is that essentially what that job is? That is correct. It's a county chairman and a county manager or administrator role in one, but that person elected countywide. It's the chief executive position. The board of commissioners are the legislative branch, so it's a strong executive uh, form of government. I had to manage over 8,000 employees. They had a budget of about $4 billion, about 46 different agencies. So the buck stopped with the chief executive. Matter of fact, Newton County has a very similar position. There's some similar business like this across the uh, across the state. Uh, but I want to go back. That's that's my whole point. I've actually had to run a government where the buck stopped with me. That experience would pay off. Uh, serving the United States Congress and working with any administration. Also time in the Georgia legislature, state representative from DeKalb County. The time we have left here, I want to dive into a couple of issues. You mentioned criticism of critical race theory earlier. I think most folks know this. If not, let me break the news here. Vernon Jones is a black man and a black Republican. Uh, with, with that perspective on critical race theory, what do you? first of all, what do you understand it to be and why are you critical of it? Well, you, you know what? Yes, I am a black MAGA man. Make no mistake about it. I believe in America first. But I also 
I am very concerned about CRT. It teaches racism. It teaches a little young white boy to be against a little young white boy. It tells a little white boy you're superior, a little white boy you're inferior. And by the way, to a little white boy, you're responsible for what happened 400 years ago. It's based on that theory, too. I don't mind teaching race. I'm teaching about race, and, but in history, that's important. But when you start teaching theories, when you start pitting one against the other, there's something wrong with that. And, and you know, another thing, brought up a black, it doesn't matter, it shouldn't matter. Black people start out as, as Republicans. It was Republicans who freed the blacks. The Democrats were the ones who wanted to keep slavery. But that is another reason, too that I can be very good for this district, to push back on a narrative that there's voter suppression. How in the hell can you say there's voter suppression uh, when that black people cannot afford a free photo ID is what they're saying? They can't afford a free photo ID. And you're saying they're being suppressed. There's no suppression going on here. That's Stacey Abrams, and that's the liberal narrative. That's what liberals do to keep blacks from thinking independently and coming back to their conservative values and voting Republican. That's all that is. It's a scare tactic. And that's why me representing this district, I am able to help grow the party, help keep our conservative values on the forefront, whether that's protecting female sports and keeping uh, bio-transgender males from participating in female sports, all the way across to stopping children from being subjected to hormone injections and transgender operations. This has gone too far. Look, Apple now is promoting emoji of a pregnant man. Mm. Who's standing up for this? Who's standing up against this? Is not, this, this is not how I was raised. I know it's not how a lot of people were raised. And I'm going to stay at the forefront of fighting for issues that are important to our conservative values. And, yes, I am a conservative. I'm pro-life. I'm pro-Second Amendment. And I'm pro-business. Um, and, and let me tell you, I'm, I want to be clear. I, that's why I'm pushing day one for articles of impeachment of Joe Biden. And, and Kamala Harris. Why? Because they failed in so many areas, including securing the border. They need to be impeached. And I'm also for term limits. You know, people think about this. Politicians want to go to Washington to wine, dine, and die. No, after about six years, you should have done what you had to do and bring your butt back home. So I'm also pushing for term limits and a balanced budget. You have to balance your checkbook. I have to balance mine. The state of Georgia had to balance it when I was a state legislator. So was it. When I was chief exec, we had to balance a budget. Why does Washington not have to balance a budget? Spin, spin, spin. No, no. It's time to bring our government back to the people. And, and that's why I'm fighting for the 10th Congressional District to be its representative. Again, Vernon Jones is going to be in Anthens and in Watkinsville tomorrow. Uh, meantime, you're online. You're online presence. Where do folks find out about the campaign? They can go to jonesforgeorgia.com. That's jonesforgeorgia.com. Be a part of this movement. Donate. Uh, uh, volunteer. Uh, share your information, your thoughts, your advice. Uh, this, let me tell you, Tim, we're building a movement, and it is a movement. President Trump is building American first, a mo- American first movement. Why? Because look at what's happening. Look at Joe Biden. He's killed us at the borders. He failed in Afghanistan. Look at what's happening in Ukraine right now. Look what happened with the supply chain. Um, how his administration just failed us everywhere. And the mandates, I am against mandates of any kind. Let me quickly, in closing here, because I'm up against it, but let me very quickly, you you, you have the president's ear from time to time. Uh, President Trump, I mean, uh, quickly, like like 10 seconds here. If you had to bet a dollar on him running in 2024, what would you do? 
I bet my dollar on him running in 2024. <laughs> he wants to take this country back. All right, we'll see. Uh, Vernon Jones, I'm sure we'll talk again between now and May. Again, May 24th, the Republican primary. You're a candidate in it now in Georgia 10. Best of luck out there. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, Tim. Jonesforgeorgia.com. Thank mm-hmm. you so much.